Iowa State Cyclones, you're up next on Prospectology. Let's see the season outlook for the Cyclones football team coming up next on Prospectology after a quick word from our sponsors. What's going on, all you Prospectology fans? It's your host, Luch, and we're back with episode 106 of season two of Prospectology, uh, kicking it off with our college football team's season outlooks. Uh, last week, or the beginning of this week, I did the Alabama Crimson Tide. If you didn't see that episode or listen to it, go check it out. Uh, today, we have Iowa State Cyclones football team uh, doing a season outlook on them today. And last year, Iowa State took a lot of took college football by storm last year under uh, Matt Campbell. Uh, just incredibly disciplined, and uh, they definitely played for him. And they had a pretty good roster as well. They just couldn't uh, finish it against uh, Oklahoma for the Big 12 title again, even though they did beat them earlier in the year before Oklahoma started to catch their stride and get cruising. But here we go. Key players to look for on this year's Cyclones football team is obviously the quarterback, Brock Purdy. Uh, who I figured would have came out last year in the NFL draft, but decided to go back and work on his game a little bit more. But uh, just a quick little scouting report on Brock Purdy. Uh, he gets the ball out very quickly. Um, he's very good using his feet to escape the pocket. Uh, I love his ability to throw his wide receivers open. Uh, put it, put the ball in a place where only his receiver can get it. Uh, I love that about him. He does have to get better, though, when he does escape the pocket and throwing on the run uh, outside of the pocket or throwing to the outside in general towards the sideline. Uh, you'll see a little bit of erratic throws uh, that get out of the reach of the wide receiver. He just needs to be a better sideline to sideline passer. Um, and then when it comes to his game in Iowa State, this was a problem for him all year last year. And what got him into trouble um, is turning the ball over, uh, especially with Brock Purdy. He seems to have a short mental time clock uh, when he faces pressure. Uh, he'll just try to let it rip and get the ball out of his hands, uh, but not in a good way. Uh, he sometimes holds on to the ball a little longer, uh, and even though he can escape the pocket, uh, he's not the most fluid athlete running with the football, but uh, he needs to have a better feel of when pressure's coming and when to be able to fire off uh, those passes. Uh, second prospect, uh, I'm sure if you haven't heard about him, you'll hear about him this year. He had 21 touchdowns 
last year at the running back position is Brees Hall. Um, phenomenal athlete. He can go east to west in a hurry. Um, once, he, once he reaches that second level, he has that burst to uh, be the home run hitter that you're looking for. So he'll be a lethal threat, and they do have some depth behind him as well. Um, at receiver, uh, they do have returner, returning receiver Xavier Hutchinson, who didn't get to play a lot last year, got injured, uh, but look for him to be the most experienced out of that group. Uh, their tight ends are loaded uh, with the big 6-7 Chase Allen to go with uh, arguably right now as things stand for me, uh, he's the top tight end in this class is Charlie Kolar. Uh, now, I did a scouting report on him a few episodes back, but I'll just give you a little brief notes on him. Uh, he's very versatile. You can line him up like, on, uh, right outside the tackle or outside. Uh, I love his ability to catch balls in traffic. Uh, he has very strong hands. He's not going to drop too many passes. Uh, but speed and he struggles in man-to-man coverage. Uh, and he's not that blazer uh, for a tight end, but he will make most of his catches attacking the middle of the field. Um, doesn't give you much yards after catchability. Um, as soon as he catches it, uh, as of last year, he as soon as he catches it, he's pretty much down unless you give him some space and he has room to uh, gain a few extra yards. But Charlie Kolar right now, way early, uh, is my tight end number one. And we already talked about his line mate, Chase Allen. Uh, now moving to the offensive line, there are some key players there on the offensive line that should be fairly good this year. Uh, they seem to get better and congeal as the year went on last year. Uh, but offensive center, Colin Newell, and then veteran offensive guard, Derek Schwager. Uh, now, between the, the top, their top seven offensive linemen, I believe they have, 96 games started uh, of experience. So very good depth there at the offensive line position. Uh, moving on to the defensive side of the ball, uh, arguably their leader and playmaker on defense is Mike Rose, the linebacker. Had 77 solo tackles last year, and he, I believe he led the country in interceptions for a linebacker with five interceptions. Uh, look for him to take command of that Cyclones defense. Uh, their linebacker trio is actually fantastic uh, with linebacker Jake Hummel and linebacker Orion Vance uh, to man the middle of that Cyclone defense. Defensive end, they did lose one of their lethal pass rushers, but yet they do have a dominant one coming back in Will McDonald's, who had 10 and a half sacks last year from that DN spot. They just need to find someone to put on the other side of him. 
Uh, at defensive tackle, who I think will have a breakout year is Ioma Uwarzurike. Uh, and he's a big boy, uh, 6'4", about 282 pounds as of right now. Uh, hopefully he can add a little bit more weight, but he is strong. He does not get moved at all. He'll he'll eat up gaps. Um, can give you a little bit of pass rush, but him at the DT spot, look for him to anchor that defensive line. At the safety position, Greg Eisworth, uh, he's a hard hitter, uh, very physical in the run game. Uh, but I'll have more on these players uh, coming out. Uh, I'll have better pros- uh, I'll have ever better scouting reports on these players as the year goes by. But um, as a whole, the Cyclones returned 19 of 22 starters, which is impeccable. Uh, 12 of their 15 top tacklers, they're back this year on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, on offense, like I said in the beginning, especially Brock Purdy, the quarterback, they got to limit their turnovers. If they can do that, uh, they had one of the better offenses in the Big 12 last year. And on defense, secondary, uh, although Connie Young uh, still learning uh, the position, uh, if they can get more hands on interceptions. Uh, I mean, they made a, a ton of plays last year on the ball, but I'd like to see those opportunities turn into uh, turnovers. Uh, they allowed 237 yards per game last year. Not crazy, but not very good. Uh, they were able to skate by a little bit. And then depth on the D-line, besides Uwarzarike uh, and McDonald, uh, they have to try to create more depth there. Um, but they did lead, uh, they led the Big 12 last year in run defense, so they might be uh, a little weaker up front on that defensive line, but with those stud linebackers and their safety, Greg Eisworth, Manning, uh, just looking over everything, I think they'll be okay there. They'll be able to get by. Especially in the Big 12, that's very uh, offense-related. Uh, so teams usually have really good offenses, bad defenses. So I think their defense will be pretty good. Uh, they should be up there, again, for one of the best defenses. But some of the tough games on their schedule, Iowa right off the bat, uh, rivalry game. I don't care if Iowa – was terrible last year, which they weren't. Uh, but rivalry game, it's always tough. They have to go to Baylor, which uh, Baylor has struggled as of the last couple of years, but it seems like they always uh, find a way to be tough. Uh, at Kansas State, uh, that's one of the games I think could go either way. Uh, it seems like Kansas City or Kansas State always – finds a way to beat uh, or have that one great team, uh, great game uh, against a great team. So uh, Kansas State could be one of those losses. Uh, Texas, obviously, Oklahoma State, 
Oklahoma will be one of the biggest tests. They they split last year, but lost in the biggest game uh, in the Big 12 championship. And then West Virginia. West Virginia always seems to take teams by surprise because their defense is, is pretty good. But And some of the easy ones, uh, I see Northern Iowa. Uh, although Northern Iowa is one of the teams to beat in the FCS, uh, I don't think uh, with the talent on Iowa State's team uh, that there'll be any trouble. Uh, UNLV, Kansas, and then I don't think TCU is quite there yet. Uh, but mm, as a season whole, as a whole, I have the Iowa State Cyclones going 10-2 and two with losses to Oklahoma again. And give me a loss to Kansas State. Uh, but they should be uh, that second team uh, to go into the Big 12 championship. And if they're, depending on how well they're playing at the end of the year, I think they could give Oklahoma a run for their money for the Big 12 uh, championship. But there we have it. There's my season outlook on the Iowa State Cyclones football team. Let me know your favorite college football teams and if you'd like me to do a season outlook on them. And until next time, we're getting you ready for the 2022 NFL Draft, one prospect at a time, and getting you ready for the college football season, one team at a time. And until next time, I'm out.